Good morning, church. No, it's not Kahu. Um, Kahu is growing his ministries and the announcements and greeting. Um, he's opened up. So uh, here I am, and you'll see many, many faces um, in the next few weeks, um, including Pierre, who is our um, number one greeter extraordinaire. I had a pua in my uh, my hair this morning and I thought, oh wait, I better take it out because it's not, I'm not introducing the hula and um, God's been very specific with my gifts. So hula is not one of them. Anyway, God is good, right? <laughs> anyway, this morning, the announcement, this week, church, we are, you are, we're all giving um, a, um, a snack bag for the hospital. Um, uh, for every department, um, the cooks, the, the cleaners, the emergency department, everyone, everyone in the hospital, um, every department will get a little snack bag um, and it'll have some nice healthy snacks in it. We've got all these little things here, good snacks, healthy snacks and more. Um, and even have some lifesavers, yes, for their masks, freshen up their masks, and um, a card that just has a mahalo nui um, to all of them for all their care and um, that they're giving our community at this time and uh, scripture so of Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah. So we're gifting um, part of our community and just supporting them and encouraging them this week. Um, and another reminder, um, continue to pray, um, not just for our doctors, nurses, everyone who's working in that capacity, but all our frontline workers, our firemen, our um, police, our um, oh grocery workers, our clerks, our post office people, our teachers, Miss um, Pierre, Lori, um, Jane, many of our teachers in our schools, our cakey, all the way up through college, all of our students, um, just pray for all of them, that they be in God's uh, great care and, and hedge of protection, and, and um, yeah, that we can continue to be light and um, hope in our communities and beyond. So um, please keep keep everyone in, in their prayers, in your prayers. Um, and finally, I'd just like to um, have you say the Lord's Prayer with me, and then I'll end um, with a prayer. So, e pulikako. Oh, our dear Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father God, we just come before you this morning so grateful that we can come together and worship you in spirit and truth. 
that, Father, as we sit in our homes and our neighborhoods, may our homes just light up with song and praise and worship unto you. May your word come into each and every home and bless them, Father. Bless each and every one that we continue to overflow by your spirit into our, into our lives, into our community, Father, into bringing the good news and hope and light into wherever you give us the opportunity. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that our neighborhoods light up this morning as we worship you together in spirit. And so, Father, thank you. We pray over our brother Range that he bring forth your word, bless him and his family, um, and we just thank you for him. So, Father, we love you, we praise you, may our lives and our worship bless you this day, and we pray it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Love you guys. Bye. Aloha kakahiaka, mana Christian ohana. The lovely ladies of Napahinehili Naia Yesu will be dancing for you, Eku Usui Le Poina Ole. Composed by Auntie Emma DeFries and recorded by Olomana, this song received the 1982 Nahoku Hanohano Hakumele Award. A Hawaiian flower lays a powerful symbol of spiritual connection, representing love, friendship, and sweet affection. Always reminding us that our children are truly an unforgettable garland, our life, our soul. From Proverbs 1.9, they are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Aloha.
Olelo Maila, Oruta Yaya. Mai no noi mai oe yau, e haalele ya oe. A, e ho iaku, mai ka haahae ana ya oe. No ka mea, mako wahi e heleai, ma laila au e heleai. Mako wahi e moeai, ma laila au e moeai. O ko upo e kaanaka, no u, ya po e kaanaka. O ko akua, no u ia akua. From Ruth 1, verse 16. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you moi, I will moi. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Moi, stay, usually translated as sleep or lie down and also to marry. So, we get a sense of comfort, trust, and intimacy. And this is exactly the blessing that Naomi and Ruth shared. The book of Ruth teaches on kindness, protectivity, and prosperity. Naomi and Ruth shared kindnesses, as did Boaz with Ruth and Keakua with them all. The kindness and protection of Keakua brought them all security and prosperity. He guided their minds and actions to fulfill his purposes for them. When Naomi brought Ruth out of Moab, she was returning to her people, and Ruth was leaving her homeland, her people, and their gods. She was leaving them behind and adopting Naomi's ways as her ways. Ruth's most powerful testament was that Naomi's God would be her God, but first, that she would moi where Naomi did moi. Moi e nahuahanau and aloha nui to you. There's a grace when my heart is undefined Now the way when the walls are closing in When I look at the space between Where I used to be and this reckoning And I know I will never be alone There was another in the fire There's another in the walls Holding back the seas Should I ever need reminding Open set free There's a cross that bears the burden Another died for me There is another in the fire For dead beneath the wall I'm no longer a slave to my sin anymore Should I fall in the space between What the of me and this reckoning 
There is no other name but the name that is Jesus. He who was and still is and will be through it all. So come on, lay in the space between all these things unseen and this reckoning. I know I will never be God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in good health, even as your soul prospers, uh, in Jesus' name. Um, welcome to the Sunday morning message for September 12th. My name is Range, and I get the glorious opportunity to share God's word with you. And let's just let me pray this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. We pray that you open a door for your message, that your gospel may be proclaimed to know the mystery of Christ. And, those, and let those who have ears, let them hear and a heart to discern what the Spirit of the Lord wishes to share with its church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, aloha and welcome again. Uh, my topic for today is the secret of contentment. Now, God's been sharing with me a lot of uh, a lot of ways that we can use that I can use His Word to cope uh, getting through this pandemic, you know, with joy. 
yeah, with peace, with contentment, yeah. And so, um, Philippians 4, 12 to 13, you know, I found, you know, Paul says, I've learned the secret of contentment. So I'll read uh, Philippians. We'll start with Philippians 4, 12 to 13. And we'll be in the book of Philippians for most of this lesson. So it's a good book to read. I encourage you to go read it and, and be encouraged, yeah, and be blessed. <clears throat> so I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him, Jesus Christ, who gives me strength. Yeah. And for me, uh, contentment comes from having the peace of God. Yeah, but first, making peace with God, you know, through having faith in the, in Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's how we get the peace. That's how I got the peace of God. Yeah, by having faith in Christ. Yeah, there's a saying that I like, no God, no peace. No God, no peace. I'll let you guys figure that one out. <laughs> you know, Paul's, Contentment came from his faith, his relationship with Christ, and not being, uh, not having our <clears throat> our eyes fixed on having enough, you know, enough food, enough shelter, you know, enough clothes. Yeah, these are things of the world, which is you know pretty temporary. Yeah, and you know what? He was even content. Yeah, even even though he was treated, uh, he was treated kind of unfairly. <laughs> you want to say he was beaten, thrown in jail, and you know he was shipwrecked and whatnot. But he was content, you know, in his faith, in his relationship with Christ, in in all situations and circumstances. So I have four topics for you today. Yeah. A lot of peas. Remember the, the peas that I sh that Kimu shared and I shared? I think you got to go into the archives. But uh, four topics. The first one is power and perspective. And there's a question that goes along with that. Is Jesus the Lord of your life? Is he the Lord? You know, to make Jesus Lord is, is to give him authority over your life. Power and authority. Hmm. Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yeah. So, if we declare with our mouth Jesus is Lord, you know, we, we put power into that. We give authority over our power by speaking it out loud. We give Jesus authority. And, and Jesus says, you know, if you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before the Father. So <clears throat> I cannot hesitate or be ashamed of saying Jesus is my Lord. Yeah, Jesus is my God. Yeah. And here's, here's the, the second part. And believe in your heart 
that God raised him from the dead. Ooh, you know, that, that in your perspective, that in my perspective, I gave Jesus the power or I gave God the power of impossibility. Yeah? He's no longer, you know, the God of possible. He's the, well, he's the God of possible, but he has the strength to do things that I think are impossible. Yeah, there's power in the name of Jesus. You know, my belief needs to go beyond just believing that I know who God is. Yeah, because the devil knows who God is and the devil knows God's word. So, gosh, I need to put my faith. The devil has no faith in God. You know what I mean? That's where we differ. So put your faith in God. Give him the power and an authority over your life and you will be saved. <clears throat> this one I like, it's about perspective. Yeah, Psalm 23. I'll just read verse one, but I encourage you to read the whole Psalm and to put it, write it in the tablet of your heart. Uh, I used to pray this one out loud every morning, you know, but here's my perspective. Psalm 21, I mean 23, verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. You know, and just like the shepherd who cares for his sheep. So when I make Jesus my Lord, he said, I, I'm saying the authority of my life is caring for every need. Yeah, and that's just not physically, yeah, food, shelter, clothing, air, you know, but spiritually too. Through God, I get faith, courage, perseverance, endurance, confidence, wisdom, guidance. You know, I have all these things, yeah? So not just I have enough in Christ, but I am enough in Christ. You see, he says, you know, I like Psalm 139 too, and I encourage you to read that one too. You know, it says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And in Genesis says that we're made in his image. So I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. And with that, you know, I'm able to proclaim, I can do this. I can do this with Christ who gives me strength. Yeah, to persevere through all these trials and tribulations. Yeah. Our faith plugs us in to his strength. Amen. Um, number two, priorities and practice. See, I need to set um, my practice as a priority. Yeah, <clears throat> waking up in the morning, you know, I, uh, and just saying thank you. And then I, and I have a, a designated time of prayer to be alone with God. Yeah, but I just want to read uh, Matthew six thirty three. <clears throat> but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So it's good practice to put God first, which great practice to keep God first throughout your day. Yeah throughout your life yeah especially when things are going well yeah and, and you know it, it seems like 
when the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, we, we run to God and we keep God close when we're going through these trials, through these times of dis-ease. Yeah? But when things are going good, you know, we just came out of the book of Judges. And those of you who read the reading, and I encourage you to read the readings too, but we just came out of the book of Judges. And I noticed that, hey, you know what? <clears throat> it was when things were going well. That's when the Israelites fell away from God, stopped worshiping him, stopped, you know, doing the things that they needed to do to stay in right relationship with him. Yeah. So when things are going good, we got to be mindful not to be lulled into complacency. I am good enough. Oh, God is working in my life. Oh, I really don't need to pray to this morning. Oh, I can cut my prayer short. Oh, I, you know what I mean? God stops falling out of priority. And the things of the world, you know, oh, my job, uh, my family, you know, could come first. And that's, you know, that's good because we were raised to put, you know, I was raised to put my kids first. Yeah. I was raised to like get up and go to go to work and be a good worker and whatnot. You know what? But if I don't keep God first in all these situations, my relationship will suffer and then I'll have no power and no God, no peace. Ooh. Um, here's a good here's a good one to practice too from Philippians. <clears throat> Philippians four to five. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. You know, um, I like the I like James when he says, "Count it all pure joy when you fall into various trials and suffering, because you know that perseverance uh, brings character or perseverance. It brings perseverance, and perseverance will help you." through whatever you got to go through and that will help your spirit grow in the image of God. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know what? When we let our gentleness be evident to all, when we have the joy of the Lord upon us, you know, it's a good witness to others. Let your gentleness be evident to all. We're not in panic mode, you know, because people are watching you because they want to see if your faith works, we need to have a faith that works. So count it all pure joy, brothers. And, and here's Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Peace is a guard. Peace is a guard. So keeping him first, keeping him first by praying it with praying to God in every situation with thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanking him for the highs, thanking him for the lows, knowing that, hey, you know what? In every situation, we'll be growing. And that way, we're connected to the power, the power that we need. Yeah. And keeping him first throughout the day.
Yeah. So pray to God. Let him be a part of every part of your life. Remembering the good and the bad. And thank him for his presence. Yeah. When Jesus is our Lord, what do we have to be afraid of? Philippians 4.8. I like this. It says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This is a practice that we need to do ourselves. Yeah. God doesn't do this for us, but he's ready to help us when we ask, when we pray to him. Yeah? Because a lot of times, and it might be what, whatever situation we're around or even at home, we might get bombarded by negative news, false information that could make us, you know, kind of squirrely. Yeah, kind of fearful, kind of resentful. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, we need to, you know, and the Bible says we need to take captive those thoughts. See, we need to take captive those thoughts and put whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right. Yeah, we need to put those kind of thoughts and we have the power to do that. We have that power. Yeah, through Jesus Christ. Just ask him. And so a good practice for us would be like from Joshua 1a. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So we keep God first throughout our day by meditating upon his word. That way we can walk in obedience walk in his spirit instill those good thoughts yeah whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy we'd be thinking not just thinking those things but doing those things too three number three pass it on pass it on yeah to keep what we have to stay in our walk we need to keep sharing this with others that's why Jesus wanted us to go out and, and share the good news with others. Because that would make us walk in his spirit. That would keep us close to him. We'd have the power. We'd keep him first. Yeah. And, and you know what? For me, personally, nothing brings me more greater contentment than serving God. Than living the purpose that he prepared for me, yeah? For it is God who works to will and to act according to his good purpose. So I want God's will working in me for his good purpose. And so Philippians 4.9 says, <clears throat> whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. See, Paul was a, was a was a living message of the Bible. He was a walking Bible. And you may be the only Bible somebody sees. Yeah. So we, I, you know, 
I need to live his word. We need to live his word. Yeah, that's how that's the greatest message I can carry is if I live his word. Yeah, because I cannot give away what I don't live. People are going to know. People are going to see. Our actions speak louder than our advice. <laughs> of course, you know, I, as, with, as with I am, you know, I want to see your walk before I, before I listen to your, to your advice, your talk. Then I'll know it's true. If you're not walking what you're talking about, that's just one ear in one ear out the other, you know. Um, I like this saying from St. Francis, you know, the guy that wrote the prayer of St. Francis, you know, he would, he'd said, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Philippians 4.19, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory. See, Paul was commending the church of Philippi for their giving. They were supporting him when he was on his mission. Yeah. You know, Jesus says, freely you have received, freely give. And um, the church had got into, into the cycle of giving and receiving. Yeah. Remember, whatever we sow into the kingdom of God, the return is so much greater. 30, 60, 90. Yeah. So whatever we give, time, talent, resources, it will return to you, you know, in so many different ways, not just material, but spiritual. Remember, the Lord is our shepherd. We have no wants. Everything is being taken care of. Yeah. You know what? Uh, because God knows. God knows that well, God wants us all to be givers, givers of his, the riches of his glory. So whatever I'm giving, I'm not giving from my pocket. I'm giving from his bank. You know, God's bank is unlimited. The riches of his glory. Ooh. You know, and like I said, contentment really comes from this. For me, this is the secret of contentment. Contentment comes from God using me as an instrument, yeah? God giving through me, you know? Jesus said, uh, he who believes in me, out of him will flow rivers of living water. So I wanna be that, uh, the bank, the channel of his living water, yeah? Amen? And number four, and this is a practice that, you know, everybody can share with me. Pray out loud. Pray God's word out loud, you know. Um, it's nothing more powerful than praying God's word out loud in your home. Let the word of God resonate through the room. Amen. <laughs> You know, because I feel, hey, this is the Lord's house. I'm not waiting to dwell in the house of the Lord. I am dwelling in the house of the Lord. <laughs> 
So pray this prayer with me and I'll end with this, okay? So this is from Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. And this is my prayer, that our love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that we may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And Philippians 4.23, And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, have a great Aloha Sunday. <laughs> uh, please uh, read this prayer with me of confession. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your way to the glory of your name. Amen. While they were reading, he took bread, and when he'd given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Epulikako. Jesus, you told the disciples to take the bread as your body, looking forward to what you would do on the cross at Calvary, the sacrifice you would make. And as we take this little wafer, this bread, we also participate in your sacrifice that we may become one with you, Jesus, just as you and the Father are one. Yes, Lord. Amen. In your name we pray. Amen. You may partake. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink, all of you. For this is the blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Lord, you have said, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are like crimson, they shall be like wool. And now we celebrate you for there is no condemnation Hallelujah. in Christ Jesus and we walk in the new man we are new creations covered by your blood so Lord Jesus we thank you we praise you that uh, for this indescribable gift that you have given us freedom freedom and right relationship with you to appear before you spotless and blameless in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Yeah.